0: the cloud. There we go. All right. Uh, Shalom family. Uh, Miss Bev and I are here uh, to do a teaching on deleavening our hearts and our homes. Um, So um, our outline, we're going to talk about what is leavening, um, why the command to be leaven and eat unleavened bread, um, searching your heart, searching your home, the basic cleaning process, um, the kitchen, the car, and what we confess he will cover. Oops, sorry, I went too far. So what is leavening? Miss um, <clears throat> Mel, you jump in at any time, okay? Yes, ma'am. So I, a couple of definitions on leaven or something that's leavening. Um, It's a substance used to produce fermentation in dough or a liquid. Um, It's used to produce a gas that lightens dough or batter, something that modifies or lightens. Uh, Fermentation is a chemical change. Sorry, It's a chemical change, um, and it breaks down an energy-rich compound. Okay, so then I went to ferment, to undergo fermentation, to be in a state of agitation or intense activity. Um, And so I looked up the synonyms for ferment, um, disquiet, ferment, uh, restlessness, turmoil, easiness, unquietness, unrest, fidgeting, agitation, commotion, confusion, excitement, storm, trouble, tumult, tumultuous, turbulence, upheaval, uproar, unsettlement, disruption, agitation, anxiety, disquietude, um, queasiness, tension, unease, chaos, disorder. Um, and so when you look at the antonyms, that means that's the opposite, calm, ease, peace, peacefulness, quiet, tranquility.
1: Well, Um, does not the synonyms, does that not just speak evil and world to you? Yes. Everything that he is, the enemy is, is fermenting in us and it builds Mm -hmm. up, especially at this time in our lives right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. He's fueling this fire. He's Mm -hmm. fueling the agitation and the chaos and the fear he he is yeah. false evidence appearing real, right? So he is he is working his dough right now, right mm-hmm. before Passover, right before mm-hmm. Pesach, and mm-hmm. he is working that dough. He yes. wants it to rise. He wants it to explode. He wants it to do everything against what we talked about yesterday of Yah's character. Mm-hmm. Everything against it. So mm-hmm. very good that you brought that out. Great.
0: And, and so he calls us to be unleavened. He calls us to have shalom and tranquility and calm. But we have to find those things which cause the confusion, you know, because God is not a God of chaos or confusion or disorder. And so you have to seek out those things which leaven, those leaven things.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: Yeah. Oops, I'm so sorry. This is so touchy. <laughs> go ahead, Miss Bev, you want to go over this slide?
1: Okay, there are different things that are leavening. There's a lot of people that have exhaustive list of leavening, but these are the main, main components here and everybody can read. But they have the, a lot of things in there that if you are not going to use them as leavening in your bread, you don't have to throw them away. Like I saw something with uh, some kind of yeast in cat food. Okay, are you using cat food to make your bread? If you're using cat food to make your bread, please discard it. That would be great. If you are drinking beer, I mean, it's not illegal to drink. We all know that. It's illegal to get drunk. Okay, fine and dandy. But if you're putting beer with flour and mayonnaise and you're wanting that to make a roll, Mm. absolutely don't you dare that's not what it's called for but if you want to drink a beer you don't have to throw that away and there's a lot of toothpaste that have baking soda in them mm-hmm. okay you are not using toothpaste to make bread you do not have to throw it away there is a balance within this Here is yeah. is we've talked about many times over balance in him balance he is a He's not, as Kelly just brought out with the fermenting process, he is not confusion. Mm. And that's confusion when you bring all of the racket in there. Now, here are some different things that you can look at that you really need to watch for. Because all those um, ingredients, they get longer and longer. And some are um, preservatives. Some are made for the bicarbonate you know to make it move and do so please be very mindful as we always should be of our labels and what they say because we have to watch for the pork and the gelatin and all those things as well but these this is a time of year to look it will conceal itself from you just as we're talking about the spiritual and the physical Mm -hmm. if we are not diligent in reading the labels It'll you'll slip one in and you'll go no at the end because <laughs> you really try and you go oh and realize and no is further on in the thing you'll know that everybody has stories mm-hmm. of what they've missed but that just gives us a an an early thing of we can't get it out without him mm-hmm. and the physical and the spiritual run very much parallel but this is just a good uh, list to go
0: by to search. All right. And these were some of the other things that you had mentioned that may not necessarily be um,
1: yeast. They're not leavening agents, Mm -hmm. but they have autolyzed yeast. So you think yeast, got to throw it away. And there's a lot of uh, the yeast extract. It's found in a lot of soups, like uh, the chicken noodle soup or the cream of mushroom and those type soups. And it is not a leavening agent. It's more preservative. And angel food cake, I, I, I saw about that, that it has steam and air in it. And it is not leavened though. Mm.
0: So mm. you have
1: to, you know, watch for that. Just watch your ingredients and see from there. Okay.
0: Okay. So why de leaven? Why eat unleavened bread? And I think we went through in the introduction just some some major key points just by looking at the definition uh, as far as, you know, what Christ expects. It's about the expectation. And so all year we pick up things, we pick up behaviors, we pick up attitudes, we pick up conversations, we pick up thoughts, we pick up things uh, that leaven us. Uh, and, and if we don't stop, if we don't make time to self-reflect, if we're not um, conscious of those things, then we'll be a, a big old role that can't even fit through the door. Uh, because we're so... very dough, girls
1: and boys, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah,
0: because we're so full of stuff from the world. Mm, Father,
1: that- forgive us. Mm.
0: And so um, I was working on... Um, I don't have my slides. Okay, so we're going to look at that. Um, I was working on an article, and one of the verses I used was 1 Corinthians 5, 7 through 8. Um, And it says, Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast." Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So there's this process where we have to um, allow him to search us, to not be afraid of the searching and the uncovering and the revealing, because he's going to get down to the bread of sincerity and truth that's within us, so we could start this process over uh, fresh um, mm-hmm. uh, untainted without the chaos without the ferment in us um, and so when I was I'll just read that first paragraph because every time this year comes around I get like yay passover's coming it's like oh Passover is coming <laughs> because of all the work that has to be done but if I was really honest with myself if I was doing this work all the time if I was Uh-oh. you know working on self working on thoughts and behaviors, being committed to my relationship with the Father, that it wouldn't feel so overwhelming when you get to this time of year. But he knows us. He knows that. He knows us. So, you know, my questions for myself was, did I grow? Was I pleasing to the Father? Did I complete any of my heavenly assignments? Did I win more than I lost in the battle waged in my mind? How much did my personal hangups cost me in being an effective ambassador of Christ? You know, my personal stuff, folks got on my nerves and instead of me exhibiting compassion and mercy, you know, I do what they do. So how, how did that cost me or how was I not um, a quality example of Mashiach? And it limits our growth as well. Yeah.
1: You know, it stunts growth maybe. When we don't do that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay. Exodus 12 and 17. So you shall observe the feast of unleavened bread for on the same day brought you, brought you, brought your armies out of the land of Egypt. Therefore, you shall observe this day throughout your generations as an everlasting ordinance. In the first month, on the 14th day of the month at evening, you shall eat unleavened bread until the 21st day of the month at evening. For seven days, no leaven shall be found in your houses, since whoever eats what is leavened, that same person shall be cut off from the congregation of Israel, whether he is a stranger or a native of the land. You shall eat nothing leavened in all your dwellings. You shall eat unleavened bread. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's the command here to get the leavening out Mm -hmm. and then there at the end you see the command to eat unleavened bread okay so there's two concepts here a lot of people do not realize that spring cleaning came from this concept we spring clean we don't know why okay well this is why Pesach is always in the spring. It's when life is coming, life coming anew. Hey, man, get all this stuff out from the winter. but We've been sitting in here and cold and done. Let's get to the roots of everything. Get all around the corners. Pull everything out. Clean, do, wash, do everything. Start at the top, go to the bottom. But the as we said earlier, the physical and the spiritual run parallel. Mm-hmm. But it is most important to eat him. Who of us do not need more of him? Mm -hmm. so he is the unleavened bread right Mm -hmm. he's the bread that came down from heaven there was no sin found in him we need to have him within us to be able to withstand the times that we are in and this Mm -hmm. is a year to year to year to year process and we like Kelly said earlier he knows us by name he knows our procrastinations he knows our faults he knows our wickedness he knows and he says, what is our righteousness is? It's filthy rags. Mm-hmm. We can't be more than we are. We just mm-hmm. can't. Now, especially with him. Because you can't put on a facade. You can't put on a front. You got to get to the deeper part. And I'll throw First Samuel 16 and 7 in here. And he says, um, don't look at the outward appearance. Mm-hmm. But he was talking right there, right? Mm-hmm. I can read it verse. Hold on. I don't want to, like Jeremy says, I don't want to freestyle too much here, but it's uh first Samuel 16 and 7. And he says, but the Lord said unto Samuel, do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature because I have refused him. Mm. But the Lord does not see as a man sees for a man looks at the outward appearance, mm. but the Lord looks at the heart. We mm. do not want to be refused, do we? Yeah. Does our, our, our offering needs to be We want it to be acceptable, a a sweet smelling savor coming up before him because we don't want to be a stench in his nostril. Mm -hmm. We have to have the blood over us. Now Yeshua was our absolute sacrifice. We get a hold of that. That's true. But we still need to apply that blood and have his spirit within us Mm -hmm. on a daily basis and not quench the spirit away from us. Mm -hmm. Take not your spirit away from me. We don't want to run it out if we do not Follow the commands, because we have to be obedient, first of all, but we have to desire to want to please him. Mm -hmm. We have to desire to want to please him, to be a pleasing aroma to him. So not only obeying the commands of cleaning our homes, but absolutely ingesting him. You know, he told Ezekiel to take that scroll and ingest his word. We need to ingest him. He is the bread of life.
0: Yes. Yes. Amen. And and when she, um, when you hit on First Samuel 16, just, you know, man looks at the outward appearance. So you can have the cleanest home and have never examined your heart. Oh, have mercy. You know? And so, but Yah looks at the heart. Yah looks at the heart. Um, and we are called, when, when you look at that word for the unleavened bread, it's matzah. And um, it's, Strong's number H4682, um, and it's not soured or bittered with yeast. Not soured or bittered with yeast. It's unfermented cake or loaf. So we are to eat unfermented cakes or loaves that have not been soured or bittered with yeast. Um, and, And so, you know, we are called to be unleavened, to have our hearts void of what sours or embitters our walk. So, as we're cleaning our homes, we, Father, you know, in my walk with you, you know, because part of that walk in Hebrews to be a messenger. So, in my message, my life is a message. So, in that, where has it been soured or bittered? And that is the de leavening process, examining your walk. Where has it been soured or bittered by my own personal behaviors and actions, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that requires introspection. Amen.
1: And somewhere in there, I don't know the exact verse, I can't look it up on my phone, I can't do it in the Bible fast enough, but it says, examine yourselves, so that you don't have to be judged by him, right? Yeah. So we have to judge ourselves, is that right?
0: Yes, that's right. I can find it for you. While while I'm looking at that, you can go ahead and hit that next slide, Miss Bell. Okay,
1: I can't see the very end of what this says because your picture's there. But hold on, just say, not only is it commanded to not eat leavened bread, but the command is to also eat unleavened bread as well. Mm-hmm. Paraphrasing in Deuteronomy eight and three, it says, "Bread alone, I do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah." And John six and 33 through and 35, he is the bread of God sent down that God sent down from heaven. He sent the bread of life to the world. Mm-hmm. You, you, Yeshua said, I am the bread of life. Believe. If you believe in me, you shall never thirst or hunger again. Yeah. And then in first Corinthians eleven twenty six, when you eat this bread, do it always in remembrance of me. Hallelujah. So, Pesach is the most special time and who of us just ask yourself, who of us does not need more of him? Yes. And if the father gives good gifts to his children, mm-hmm. he gave us the greatest gift. Yeah. How are we stewards of that gift? Do we just kick him to the curb? I want to do that. And I'll tell y'all a real funny story. And it's just real. My mother's, um, idea of keeping unleavened bread. She had a very addictive personality, just saying, and she got addicted to honey buns. And so she thought it was cool if she got her honey buns out of the house and put them in her car mm-hmm. and she would go out in the car and eat her honey buns. Okay. You can justify sin all day long, mm. however you want to do it. If you want to take your, uh something you've got, stored up in the freezer that something that's really special to you and you want to put it outside your home for a while and then go back and get it and bring it in. Mm. What are you doing? You're bringing something back into your life that he wanted to remove from you. Mm. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: And the physical and the spiritual, do you want to go back to Egypt? Are we going to be the complainers that go back to Egypt for the leeks and the garlics and all that? and We have meat in our pots and all of that that they complained about. Mm. He brought us out. He's bringing us out yeah. of this chaotic world that we're around. Most especially right now, this is this is an amazing time to be alive. The way I see it, mm-hmm. I am so excited and thankful that He is our Most High King. Mm. But in the midst of all this chaos and fermenting that's going on, that the I mean, you think the enemy is not stirring that pot, but He's watching it pop and go, mm. and He. Yeshua wants us to be restful and calm and shalom and glorious and victorious, knowing that he is our king. He is victorious. We need to praise him and worship him. And we don't need to do it with the old leavening. Just because the scripture that Kelly brought out earlier in 1 Corinthians 5, 7, and 8. Do it with, be a new creature. Yes. It's a new beginning. It's a new life. Yeah, you know we have to do it his way so Mm uh more and more and more of him and just realize and know there is so much parallel between the spiritual Mm -hmm. and the physical Mm -hmm. yes and those little crevices you're digging out we're going to get more in the cleaning process in a minute but they're crevices in our heart that we have held on for a long time Mm -hmm. and if you are not able genuinely not able but crying out on behalf to the, the most high to remove it from you, you really want to be having it gone. You mm-hmm. want it to be gone, but you can't do it physically on your own. Then he will be faithful to remove it, but you have to make sure you leave it there. Mm-hmm. You don't go back and pick it up. Amen. Oh, that yes. that you cannot do, he will do. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Yes. And and I saw on Facebook, you know, because they're telling everybody to stay home during this time. Um, and, and was a pastor that said, you know, I'm staying home because I love the law
1: uh,
0: and I obey the law. And what
1: law? Exactly.
0: Oh. You know, and then you think about, oh. you know, if we were um, following the cleanliness laws of the Most High, if we uh-uh. were giving the land its rest, if we were keeping the Shabbat, if we were doing these things, preach that, would the plague be here? No, because according to his word, he wouldn't send it. He wouldn't write
1: or allow it to be done. Uh,
0: yeah. You know, when right. they love the law, well, this, these are instructions that, um, bring forth life. And so that is what we need to be after. Um, there were several verses that Miss Bev hit on, um, that talked about examine, um, in Psalms 26 and two, it says, examine me, O Lord, and prove me, try my mind and my heart in lamentations 3 and 40 it says let us search out and examine our ways and turn back to the lord um in 1 corinthians 11:28 but let a man examine himself and so let him eat the bread and drink of the cup and it's talking about passover um in 2 corinthians Uh, 13 and 5 examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith test yourselves do you not know yourselves that Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified Mm. Galatians 6 and 4 but let each one examine his own work and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another amen amen I think what we're looking for is judge yourself in the New Testament. And I can't find it, but I I know it exists. Um, Right. But we'll we'll maybe add that. Maybe
1: it'll come back here in a bit. (laughs) Or maybe somebody can tell us about it later. (laughs) Those are really good, though. Even the Galatians 6 and 4, each one examined his own heart, Mm -hmm. you know, so that he knows his own worth in Yeshua because, and the taking him in, don't you know that Christ is in you? Mm. Okay. You're eating the unleavened bread. You're taking more of him in. We need more of him. He, he, he insists that we grow more in his character and Mm. we can't do it without more of him.
0: Yes. Um, One of the questions Ms. Webb posts is, who of us as believers do not want to walk in obedience to our Heavenly Father as a token of our love for Him? Cleaning our homes as a physical reminder year to year of what needs to be removed from our fleshly nature. That is a great point. That is a great point. We have to desire what He desires and hate what He hates. as <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> us removing from ourselves all that is not like his character who and as she's saying who of us does not need more of him taking in unleavened bread is taking in more of Yeshua and his word as stated in the earlier scriptures
1: and you said hate Kelly and I know abhor but it seems like that word abhor is like way hating real bad you know, we need to really hate it really, really, really bad and make sure that we're not in complacency with what goes around us.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is extreme repugnance.
1: Yeah. That's sickening, yeah. revolting, you know, all of those terrible words that go with that. And we need to be sick at the ugliness around us, but still... Be able to show his character and love to those that may be wanting to come out.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Searching your heart, Miss Beth. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Matthew sixteen six. Then Jesus said to them, "Take heed and beware of the leavening of the Pharisees and the Sadducees." Uh, verse twelve. Then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leavening of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. This is 16 verse 12. It just skipped down there. You can read the whole thing if you need a further understanding. We were just hitting the the high points of things for you to give a general idea. In Mm -hmm. 1 Corinthians 6 and 6, your glorying is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Mm -hmm. Verse 7. Therefore, purge out the old leaven, that yeah. you may be a new lump. Since you truly are leavened. for indeed Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us. He gave our He gave His everything for us. What are we giving up? Mm. A little puffed up bread? I don't, I don't know flat bread. Folks don't even know. Mm. And we look forward to this every year, actually, because it's. And you can cook unleavened bread all year. You can mm-hmm. do that. There's nothing that says you can't eat unleavened bread all year. But this certain time after you've done this year after year after year in the cyclical program that you get excited for unleavened bread. It's just like, oh, we can do this and oh, we can do that. And it's more about him just taking him. And he knows that we're children. So he knows how to, I don't know, just pleasing him makes everything worthwhile. So anyway, verse eight going on. Therefore, let us keep the feast with old, with, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth, as Kelly had stated earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jeremy said yesterday in his sermon, the start and the finish line are the same. Mm -hmm. Now we're ending the season, and we're starting a new season. What did y'all say about the new wine skins?
0: Oh, they can't fit in old.
1: No, you can't put new wine in old (laughs) skins, because it's going to burst out because it's going to ferment and do all those things that he was talking about. But we have to be the new wine skins to hold him. Yes. Mm-hmm. To hold his presence, to hold that. If we don't practice this diligently, we're not going to be able to be that pleasing aroma to him that comes before him. We want to be a pleasing offering. Mm.
0: Yes. And, and one correction, um, that is first Corinthians chapter five. Five. Yeah. Sorry. Oops. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and to add to that sincerity and truth, Joshua 24 and 14 says, Now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river mm-hmm. in Egypt. So if you think about that, like this greater exodus, this uh, when Yah fought against Egypt and their gods— there is an acknowledgement that the people served the gods on the other side of the river mm-hmm. So when he's bringing you out, your, your worship should be different. Your behavior should be different because he's pulling you from what you used to do, from what you used to say, from who you used to serve and who you, where you used to go. So it says, now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river <clears throat> in Egypt. Have mercy. So it was not just you were slaves there. You, you, you had a good time.
1: Yeah, and they wanted to go back to that too. Yeah. Just at the mountain. Hey, and this calf jumps out. This your gods? Here they, are. They, were, they were having revelry on it. They were excited about it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Oh, have mercy. Okay, reading again. Luke 18 and 9. Also, he spoke the parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous. More, what is it? I can't see it. Oh, Read you first
0: can slide it down. You can move your little thing. They, they were righteous and despised others. Okay.
1: Uh, verse 10. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisees stood and prayed with Mm. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted.
0: Mm.
1: Yeshua, we were talking about the Passover yesterday when he undressed himself and took his outer garments off and he washed his disciples feet. Yes. He became the most humble. Mm. Mm. He was, and he was the highest of exalted, yes. And he was the most humble. We don't, we can't read our resume to him. Mm. He he doesn't care who we are. He knows exactly who we are, and we're not going to tell him anything. And he keeps over and over repeating the the leavening of the Pharisees, the doctrine and the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and those. Jeremy mentioned Herodians yesterday, but it's just puffed up it's it's all outward appearance it's Mm -hmm. all about facade and fake Mm -hmm. and unreal if you don't come real to him he's not gonna be real to you come on and we need him real to us because we got to know that he is right there and we are right there with him we may fall short we may stumble along the way but we thank him for his mercy and his grace, Father, to walk along the way to as we stumble, that he would hold us in the palm of, our, of his hand. Mm. And then he would gather us as chicks under the wings. That he, would, he is going to that that we fall short of. He knows that we are not him. We, he knows that we are in the flesh. He knows these things. And he wants us to st- steadily come to him, confess it as Kelly had said, Mm -hmm. And then he's faithful to forgive. So hold on to it and read the resume. Mm. And then in um, (laughs) Matthew 23 and 12, if you are self-exalted, the self-exalted will be humbled. Mm. Self-humbled will be exalted. (laughs) Y'all doesn't need your resume. Oh, well, okay, here we go. I guess it's (laughs) on the same thing, right? He needs our humble repentance, confession, and genuine change in our everyday lives. We should be continually growing and maturing toward the goal, his character. Yes. If you you hold on to that and you want garlic and leeks and the calf, you're going to die in the wilderness. Yes. Yes. In the midst of the chaos. Mm. And we want to live in the promised land. If you want to live in the promised land, there is a promise and it's coming to pass before your very eyes. Mm. This would be a real good year to go deep within your soul.
0: Yes. Mm.
1: To see what he wants gone from you.
0: Yes, because we are called to confess our sins, our lawlessness, and allow the light of the Most High to shine in the darkest parts of our soul. Just as the Father requires us to search and remove the leavening from our homes, he expects the same work with the same energy to be done in our hearts. Deleavening requires introspection. The And that's the examination or observation of our own mental and emotional processes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Sometimes we can get co- so caught up in the physical process of cleaning that we miss the message. And so you have to have your ears open to hear what the Father is saying. And you can't, as Ms. Beth had said, we talked about that in Bible study, that we can't confess what we fail to acknowledge. Because part of that word to confess Um, is yada and it means to Mm. and so you have to know where you are abandoning your relationship with mashiach and satisfy your own desires your own ways yes Um, and and that's and when you do that you're not humbling yourself you're exalting yourself you're trying to save your own life you're preserving your flesh which flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of the Most High. So, and he yeah. says kill your
1: flesh daily right
0: daily yes daily
1: and this is the year this is the yearly thing okay mm-hmm. so if you do something daily you do a little bit along mm-hmm but this is the yearly killing of the flesh mm-hmm. you got to go a lot deep you got a lot more flesh to kill for the mm-hmm. yearly deal
0: hmm All right, so we're gonna look at searching your home. Oh, I don't have any key concepts. Okay, So the basic cleaning process, Ms. Bev, will you? Okay, sure. Is that a slide? Okay, there we go. Okay, here we go.
1: Okay, and I had mentioned earlier, spring cleaning as we know it today was instituted in Exodus. We must delete, Wait a minute, read it, Kelly, because mine won't come down once it's that way.
0: We must remove the leavening from our homes as instructed by the Most High through Moses.
1: Personally, I like to start about a month before Pesach gathering all items of celebrity to one place in the kitchen. I get a box. I go through my pantry. I pull out the the uh, pancake mix or the crackers or the little jiffy vegetarian we got now. Hallelujah. And so you have to get it out so that you don't waste it. Mm-hmm. And so you use it up. You say, hey, okay, these are things I'll freshly here on my mind. Okay, I'm, as you're setting up your uh, meal plan or something, hey, I need to make this, this, or this to use this up. So you don't have to throw it away. Mm-hmm. And where you have pulled leavening from, your shelves, your pantries, your cabinets, wipe the area. Start with the upper shelves so you can work your way down and have that area completed. And then you go to the floor. So in all the cleaning process, start with the top. So that when you get down and when you pull out or whatever, you can go around the edges and pull out and then you sweep it all together in one area or vacuum it or however you want to do it so that it's not still, I don't know, leavening in flour is really light and it's very dusty and so it can go anywhere. So just vacuum it on out and get it done. And once that area is clean, don't take any more leavening in that area. And then so you know that you got a check mark on that one. That part's done. Mm -hmm. And if you've never done this before, it's a little harder to get a concept of how to do it. Like, because Kelly said, it's overwhelming because you got all this to do in your home. You're still trying to work. You're still trying to do everything else. And you know, you got to pull everything out and do, and you still got to take time to be alone with the most high. So here's some, just
0: some basic concepts of how to go through Mm -hmm. and get it done. And, and I would say, you know, if you have children, husband, family, then um, create some order. Make a list of things that you know to need to be done and, and kind of divvy that up. Specifically, the kids' room, different things like that. Because um, sometimes my kids sneak food in there. So making them responsible or making them do the work while I oversee, you know, Asking the husband to take the cars or to do the couch or you know just be don't feel like it should all be on you because the sin wasn't all on you so everybody has to participate.
1: Absolutely, and the <laughs> like on the couch. I don't know what is the next slide, Kelly. Do you oh, know? Well. Is, it, is it? I don't know what it is. Okay. As Pesach approaches closer, look through your freezer, take an inventory on what needs to be used up,
0: yeah. like.
1: And you don't even realize, you just don't realize where it all is. Read those labels. Breaded okra, chicken tenders, leftover cake, buns. You don't let one little piece that, oh, I'm going to save that. It just gets way back in the back and it's (laughs) buried back there. And this is so, again, related from the spiritual to the physical. Mm -hmm. Because we keep that stuff buried down in us, don't we? We don't want anybody to know those things. Excuse me. But areas such as bedrooms, bathrooms, where there's less likely to be leavening, just do your regular cleaning, which you can do that ahead of time and just keep along. Excuse me. If you do not use an item to leaven your food, you do not have to get rid of it, as we talked earlier. Mm -hmm. And while you're going through this process, as you're vacuuming out the deep crevices, you know how if you've eaten in your living room, you reach down in there to raise up those, um, cushions and in the side and you pull out French fries and all kind of stuff. What happened? How did that get down there? <laughs> and you're going, no. So in that process, please be praying that the most High is faithful to show us. Yes. What is wrong within us to parallel with the physical that we're going through. Yeah. So, let us be very diligent in listening to what he would have to say.
0: Amen. Amen. All right, so for you advanced cleaners. <laughs> uh, <this> is, <coughs> Excuse me. Oh my goodness, the kitchen. Mm. Yeah, it did, yeah. And and <coughs> interviewing for a principal job um, at my local elementary. One of the things that they said, what is in your kitchen? Um, As far as being a leader, because your kitchen is the heart of your home. Um, That's something that most people clean every single day because it's Mm -hmm. the heart of your home. So, what is the heart of your life? You know, Mm. your your boys, for me, my boys, my husband, I mean, the ministry like what is considered you know to be my kitchen in my life and i really need to dig deep in that area to see where the leavening is in those places that i consider to be the kitchen of my of my life wow that's
1: amazing concept and very good um read the first line for me kelly please
0: Crumbs, flour, crackers, etc. can fly anywhere. When doing your kitchen, certain areas have pre clean need. Um, you have pre clean need not be done again day or night before.
1: Okay, so clean out your refrigerator. Don't forget the box of baking soda that you've got in there for freshening. Okay, go ahead and get rid of that. You can pour it down the drain. It helps clean those out too and don't forget if you have an outside refrigerator or freezer they are not exempt from this uh, you can't just set it outside in your outside freezer and then bring it back in we talked <laughs> earlier about bringing stuff back in you don't want this again Mm-mm. you don't want this and even we were talking about get it out so you can see it mm-hmm. so you don't waste it or you have to throw it away or give it away Yes. and I used to give it to my mother-in-law every year and I explained to her why she says I don't want y'all seeing <laughs> and she wouldn't take it anymore, you know? So you have to think about those things and we want to be good stewards and not be wasteful. Yeah. Um, recheck the freezer, wipe it down, wipe that da- wipe down cabinets inside and out, take your stuff out, wipe it down, uh, clean, small appliances, your air fryers, toasters, etc. And toasters actually can be washed and sprayed out like but don't immerse them but you can spray them out and then turn up sound down to dry and don't plug them in until after 11 bread because they're dry they're ready to go and for anything that you clean set it to the side set it in a specific area because like if you pull your microwave out you get all behind it under it everything done poop, no more leavening goes in that area yeah. so you have a specific area where you pulled everything a good cleaning process just in general is pull everything out. Now, Kelly, I know she moves stuff around a lot. She rearranges, and when you rearrange, you're cleaning the edges and the corners and all that, and that's really good. If you have enough room to do that, that's great. Um, Pull everything to the middle of the room, start at the top, go around, get all your, uh, what are those things called spiderwebs, cobwebs and stuff, get everything down, look behind your curtains, get all that swept out, vacuumed out, done. Start at the top, come down. <clears throat> then if you get the edges then as you go to put stuff back to where it belongs or where you want to move it to clean it very well dig down with the vacuum those little long things and get all that out and I know we're talking about kitchen excuse me but you have to pull out stuff from the cabinets pull out you know if you have stuff on your cabinets like a grill or a, a, the air fryer anything whatever area you have mm-hmm. pull it out clean it, wash everything that is contained in it. Like if you have your um, utensils in a little container, take them all out, wash them, make sure that container is very clean. And everything you put back on the cleaned area, make sure it's clean. Yeah. And then don't put any more leavening in that area. <clears throat> um, your stove. Hmm. Okay, so a lot of people now have the magic top stoves where they're flat and they're ceramic. And you don't have to do the eyes and stuff. But if not, you have to take the eyes out, take the pans out. It may be a good time of year just to put new pans in, you Mm -hmm. know, and redo that and get all that clean. And for people that have those type stoves, you have to raise that lid up. Mm-hmm. It comes up and it stands and there's all kind of crumbs and stuff up under there. If you don't do this on a regular basis, you get all that cleaned out. And then some people have self-cleaning ovens, but it'll burn your house up <laughs> <It's> just about <laughs> it doing it. It takes forever. And if you have that time, okay, fine. But one really good way to do it that's not as abrasive for me is if you spray it at night with the spray and Kelly may know some, uh um, Non, non-chemical ways to do it, but I this is the way I do it. So um, I spray the spray at night because when your oven is not hot, it doesn't give all those back fumes. So do it in a well ventilated area, spray it really, really good and put paper towels under the door so it doesn't all drain out in there and just close it and leave it all night. And maybe even when you come in from work the next day, mm-hmm. Just wipe everything down all that you can. Take the drawer out at the bottom. Take everything out of there. Make sure it's clean and done. Because it has a tendency to, if you don't use it regularly, yeah. stuff builds up in there and it will come down. And yeah. then that's your stove area. So you're doing this much closer to the time of it being done. But if you do it like a week ahead of time, make sure there's nothing that goes leaven back in. Because you got to go through the whole process again if you don't. Mm. So just make sure there's no more lemon going in. And uh, Kelly, you want to do the car? You want me to do it?
0: Yes, the car is always horrible. <laughs> I would say to get your car detailed. Um, <laughs> Detail your vehicle. <laughs> um, because it's, you know, like I'm slightly embarrassed by my vehicle. So I vacuum it out one good time first and then <laughs> take it to get detailed so it doesn't look as horrendous but um detail your vehicle knowing we have all eaten something and the crumbs that fall on the side like when you do your car you're like i will never get all of this and it's so true we'll never like- and you know that's when it's okay because he's gonna do it he's gonna do it at some point in our lives all of it will be taken. So wipe down your interior, vacuum your seats, vacuum your floorboards. Don't forget the crevices between the seats, those hard to reach places. So many parallels between the physical and spiritual we seem to want to hang on to the deep issues of our lives. Let him shine the light, expose and remove all that is within us that is not like him. So what has, again, what has bittered or soured your walk with Yah? That is the leaven in your life. We have to confess what we confess; He will cover. But we cannot confess what we fail to acknowledge. The release from bondage comes by first acknowledging that we have entangled ourselves in and with unhealthy habits and behaviors. The brain drives behavior. We must align our thinking with the mind of Mashiach as steadfast disciples. So. Mm -hmm. Clean your home and your car um, thoroughly, but examine your heart, your mind, and your behavior with that same energy. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, And Ms. Bev hit that. Let us not be those who appear outwardly clean, but are... You want to
1: fix it for me? I can't see it.
0: Is that it? There we go. Is that it? Okay. I think that would be the last one. But let us not be those who appear outwardly clean, but are dead within full of uncleanness the father wants to smell a sweet aroma coming from our temples and how sweet are his words to our soul like honey to our mouths the father disciplines those he loves. this is a great time to get a little spanking um mm-hmm. but when you think about discipline you know it, it's it's a rod of correction but discipline is also an act of teaching so what is he teaching you what can you learn from this that would change how you move and act going forward? Um, so he draws us near in order. Um, he draws us into his order, his wisdom, and his understanding so that we can have life. His law is a law that we should love. Um, and so, you know, the only profit from sin is death. That's it. The only Dead men's
1: bones, you yes. know, whitewashed washed tombs. You know, he goes over and over those things. He doesn't want that. Mm. He doesn't want an outward appearance. He doesn't want, and and I know we've talked about many times recently. You know, you got the zit, you got the hair, you got the beard, you got the this, you got the that, and you want to kill somebody. Yes. And you, <laughs> he, you're not exhibiting somebody's his character. You're not ex. Exhi- who whose character are you exhibiting? Yes. That sounds like fermenting to me.
0: Hmm. I don't like fermentation.
1: Yeah. And so we want to be unleavened, flat, yes. calm, peaceable, humble. We need to flatten ourselves out before him.
0: Mm. Yes.
1: That's the most exalted place you can be, mm. is flattened on your face at the throne of Yeshua mm. and casting all your cares upon him mm. so that your burden will be light and he will exalt you in due time. Hallelujah. Um, <coughs> but you got to lay it down. If you, don't, lay it if you don't lay down, he'll never pick you up, mm. but he will. Mm. So, um, like I said earlier, we all know we have stories that we have done this for a number of years. We have most assuredly about every year, there may be few exceptions, that we have found something leavening, inconspic- inconspicuously yeah. lurking Only to assure you, in this flesh, there is no way to remove all the sin of our lives. Mm -hmm. Glorified bodies have not shown up yet. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is a conviction and such a letdown when you know you tried so hard. But yeah, Yeah. hallelujah for his grace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. In Laminations 3 and 22, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed because his compassion failed not. Mm-hmm. they are new every morning great is your faithfulness the lord is my portion says my soul therefore i hope in him mm-hmm. our hope our hope is in him mm-hmm. we go over that every week right what is his hope With patience comes what was written before time was written for our learning for the face scripture that we got, might have hope okay mm-hmm. so our hope is in him yeah his faithfulness his what did kelly say you acknowledge, you confess, and he's faithful to forgive. Yes. So we hope that this is helpful to you. Uh, if you have any further questions or specific questions that are bothering you or, you know, may need a little bit more direction because you may not have ever done it before, please reach out to Kelly or myself or somebody that's been doing it for a longer time. And and we might can give you some insight in what you need, but, the most high is so faithful and what an awesome time to be alive and get prepared for his time, his set apart Moed that just mm, covered our, covered our lives. Mm -hmm. He gave it all. So we need to give it our all.
0: Hallelujah. And uh, in Proverbs 28 and 13, it says he covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy And Proverbs 16 and 6 says, In mercy and truth, atonement is provided for iniquity. So he is faithful and just to cover our mess. We have to acknowledge it and we have to confess it and we have to want it to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. (laughs) That is all we have. Um, again, like Ms. Bebb said, if you have questions, if you have concerns, please ask us where we're, we would love to have conversations about this and, and help you grow and, and as we prepare for uh, Have a blessed day.